This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. This is such a treat for me because, Lauren, every time I see you, which I've seen you at all sorts of like great events where it's all about soul meaning and Bible studies. And and I want to start by saying a lot of like church stuff gets a bad rap because I've always felt that way. Like, oh, my gosh, here comes someone deep immersed in the church. They're going to tell me all these rules I have to follow. I'm going to feel judged. Like, I'm going to feel like if I. Yeah. All my sins are showing. Right. (laughs) Well, because of our experience. Yes. And so, and I've, you're married to Chris Tomlin, who's like probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest Christian singers, like worldwide. I mean, he's got a heavy, heavy uh, resume and like a big title, which is probably a lot of pressure, but also it's just who he is. It's obviously his calling. He's stepped into this and he's like blessing the world with his music. But that's a lot of responsibility too, because everyone looks to you guys as like the answer. Like you guys must know everything. You have this direct contact with God. You know, it's funny (laughs) you say that. I don't know if people look to me, but I think it's something he probably feels. Definitely when you're carrying a message that has weight like that, and especially worldwide. I mean, the songs, I mean, he never imagined when he wrote How Great Is Our God. It's a song that people sing in church. He wrote it in his apartment. Like it was just the kind of a place where he was in his heart. He never imagined that it would literally cross the globe. Is that God just like using people? Cause like, is that what Chris, is that what happened to him? Like he just started following the he did. calling and, on his and, heart. And, and what's crazy is he's the least of unlikely. He didn't go to Belmont. 
small town, Grand Saline, Texas. You know, I'm from so, Texas. <laughs> yeah, you are. They, everybody from Texas is. Texas from, is the best. Oh, everybody's from Texas who's friendly. <laughs> like, that's the way I see it. I'm like, it is the best. Yeah. But literally, he's from this small town. He was the least likely. You know, it wasn't like he was in the voice lessons. You know, he grew up on Willie Nelson. He got uh, mono, and his dad handed him the guitar. And then that kind of set him on the path. But when he started writing those songs there wasn't necessarily worship being sung in the churches. It was just more. So he kind of started worship music. He, he was in a path. It was kind of happening in Australia and it was kind of popping up, but it was kind of this groundswell. (gasps) He started that new genre of worship. It was starting. Yes. So he wasn't. Okay. I didn't even realize that that's a big deal. I know. So it was kind of like there was hymnals and then he just started toying around making it like on his couch yeah he was just like his where his heart was I mean his he was going to be a physical therapist but really felt this this call to throw everything in his forerunner and go for it so he started singing at camps and then one thing led to another like church camps yes did he grow up deeply immersed in the church also went around with this cowboy and would get in this huge you know double wide carrying horses i believe so he was a cowboy well he would go around with this guy who would then lead lead and speak to cowboys like cowboy church something like yes something like that i just this is this is (laughs) so weird you're talking about cowboy church i just watched this whole thing on this guy who does cowboy church and it's like it's like this great way to connect with people men men who aren't like this fluffy let's like you know they need a little bit more earthy explanation of god yeah 100 percent. so he was so he, he went was around kind of cowboy church. he was like he has a love for horses so he was doing all of this before it just kind of all started started moving forward um, did he always towards labels and more the business side if that makes sense okay did he always have a strong connection to god yes H- i think how? i think a surrendered heart was that like upbringing or is that just the way he is i think it's the way he is he was very much in the culture of church. I mean, a lot of people can be in the church culture. I mean, you know, like you said, sometimes God is very misrepresented in church culture. And that was the thing that turned me off for a while. 100%. I grew up in the church, but then I Episcopalian, and then I kind of dove strong into like all the youth groups, all the things. And then I kind of got lost in all the rules. And then it kind of started making me feel like yeah. claustrophobic. And then I was like, I, this doesn't yeah. all totally align with me. And then I tried to like leave for a while. And yeah. I, in my own like teenage, early college years, I was like, I'm just, I don't know about God. You know, I don't know right. if I, I questioned it, but I'm so glad I went through the whole process yeah. of really finding my own relationship with to the God. heart of God versus the rules and so much of what man yes. can make it is. I think when you live for God and with God, there is a desire to be free in him. Like it's not about the rules. It's really about when you know him, there's an overflow of freedom. And those things in the Bible, they actually are there as guide rails, 100%. So it's not saying you throw out scriptures, but man focuses so much on the rules. Like whatever, no dancing, no this, no that. And not knowing him. Yes. And there being freedom. And then when you only know the rules and you don't have the personal relationship because you've only been taught the rules. It's miserable. Then you feel like God's actually this really like harsh, not really 100%. loving person because or entity because you're like, God, yeah. I, if I do anything wrong, God's yeah. mad at me. 100%. And I feel like that is the problem that I have always struggled with, with 
strong, 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 like Christianity or anyone who's strong into like a religion. Cause it's like all of a sudden it's like, Oh my gosh, if I'm not doing these rules right, then I can't be a good Christian. But really, and that's what you're all about. And Chris is hearing God and feeling God and having that relationship with God. And I actually was listening to your podcast with Lauren Atkins. I always say your name wrong. Atkins, Thomas Rhett's wife. And y'all are like great friends. And you went on her podcast, live in love, which is such an amazing podcast. Lauren is incredible. And she was talking about that, how like she grew up in the church with all the stuff, but it took her a long time to have her own personal with you when she had you on the podcast. Right. Her own personal relationship. Like intimate. Hearing God. Yes. Feeling God and having him speak to her. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people don't know how to do that. We're not at large taught that. Mm -hmm. It is. It's something in a lot of church circles. It's like you have the scriptures. Now go do it versus operating out of a place of relationship, which I really only learned until my mid-20s. But it literally changed the entire trajectory of my life. When I... Okay, we got to break I, it I down. I know, we got to break it down. When when I started walking down that path, and it goes to back to what you were saying, you know, so many people live from the rules, which is condemnation, you're not enough, you know, you're worthless, whatever it is. When God's I, mad at you if you right. say... Right. But the heart of God really is he wants to affirm his sons and daughters. I mean, if Sunny were to throw herself on your leg, what would you say to her? I said, And oh if she God, said, so tell much. me how you see me. Tell me how much you love me. Oh, just perfect. I love you. You're amazing. Right. You're here for a purpose. That's just what I speak over. You're here for a purpose. You are all things good and joy and yes. love and light in the world. Like you are blessed and protected and full of abundance and blessings. Right. So exactly. So, but many of us don't relate to God that way, that if we were actually like throw ourselves on his leg and say, tell me what you think of me, we would think of so many other things except what you just said. Exactly. Like I'm not good enough. I failed here. I feel inadequate. I'm not worthy. I am not like, yes, we all go through our, our, and that goes back to self-talk too. Like I didn't realize, I think all this kind of goes hand in hand. I had terrible self-talk for a long time. Like my self-talk was like telling me how bad I was, telling yes. me I wasn't good enough, and telling me other people were there. better and staying in those thoughts. So it's like, yes, I was like a happy, positive person to the world. But like in my head, mm-hmm. I was just like, you're not good enough. Right. You're inadequate. And you're probably striving. So you're mm-hmm. probably happy. But I imagine there was a lot of striving versus resting in who you are. Oh, yeah. No resting. I right. didn't know who I was. Right. So... That how that is how it changed the whole trajectory for me was in going to him and saying, God, would you tell me how you see me? How did you even know to think to ask that? So I went on this retreat and it and that's a side story. You were a story. makeup artist before. I you was doing like makeup. In I this- was well, I first was in Chick Fil A in their marketing department. Was doing that whole Chick-fil-A thing. Chick Fil A is the know, greatest of all chicken. time. I know. Do you still love Chick Fil A oh after gosh, working for them? Yes. So they're Are as good kidding? as we think. Oh, they're incredible people. An incredible brand. And I mean, the sandwiches are just. Oh, is there yeah, you can't beat better? it. Yeah, I went to McDonald's and tried their chicken sandwich, and I was like, "This is this is a joke." No, I, mean, I know. Come on, it's a secret sauce. He has a patented yes that recipe, chi- but it's the chicken sandwiches too, right? I mean, but it is a sauce that, that it is, sauce but it is the what buns. they what they uh, fry it in. It's secret. There's something to it. Oh, we buy the Chick Fil A sauce. Oh, oh, what they fry the chicken? Yes, in. it is a. There's something and the Chick Fil A sauce though is maybe like, there's like crack lace in it. Who there knows? must be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love 
Jeez. Okay, so you were in marketing at Chick Fil A. Yeah, doing that deal and very. I'll turn you this way just a little bit. I have. I don't have a professional setup at all, but I'm trying to record and everyone yeah, needs good. to see Lauren's face because it's so beautiful. Yeah. So we were very much. I was very much in that in that corporate world and was doing the thing. And Chick Fil A was amazing, but I also knew that something was missing. Like where were you from? From Atlanta. Okay. So I was very much doing my dream job, but yet okay. in my heart, I wasn't fully fulfilled because he was calling me or whispering mm. on a different direction. And that's where it starts is like, yes. and I feel like that's what now I have noticed is when you are in life doing something, but you feel like there's something else you're supposed to be doing. Right. Yes. Or just, yes, this whispers, like a, whispers. like a calling. I like to say it's a calling because there's this like. It, it oftentimes comes with things not working out the way you want you, or the things that you're experiencing. They aren't the way you dream they would be. I mean, your marriage isn't where you had hoped it would be or your career or where you're living. You know, those those whispers. Mm. It's like an invitation. But a lot of times we want to ignore those whispers. Well, it's change. Like, this is going to mess everything it's up. It's risk. Like I got a job going here. I'm making money. 100%. I'm married. Uh, everything seems fine. But yeah. I'm not content because there's something that I know I need to do. Yeah. But that's a bunch of lies. So I'm not going to listen to it because like that's just my mind. I'm going to ignore it. Is 100%. what we try to tell ourselves. But really, that's God whispering. That, yes. And we all know so. that feeling because like you're so passionate like your slogan is like, how do you hear God? Basically, right? Like you're all about hearing God and feeling God, having a relationship. And so this is where it starts. Like, cause I like to give people like what's a tangible step by like, step things. Yes. How can you start this process of yes. hearing God? How would you describe this? Like, like the whisper part. The whisper part, it's, it's from in knowing him and having a relationship with him. There is just this still small voice. And it's one of those things, the more you hear it and the more you respond, the more that voice is strengthened. So like if I were to meet you in this huge crowd and and I called your name, you wouldn't, let's just say you had just met me. You wouldn't recognize, oh, that's Lauren. Mm -hmm. But after you and I had talked and we had become best friends, you would say, oh, that's Lauren. Where's Lauren? Mm -hmm. Right? You'd be looking around. I hear her voice. Mm -hmm. Same thing with God. The more you come to hear it and respond, you can recognize it more and more. So you start with the small questions. You don't start with, do I move? Or, you know, is this who I should marry? You start with, God, tell me how you love me. Tell you, tell me how you see me. Okay, so how did you get to that where you knew to ask those questions? Well, it was very much from one of my favorite authors. His name's John Eldridge. He has a whole book and a study, which we talked about with Lauren. And they did the study, actually. I know. She said, like, Thomas Rhett and her were coming over yes. to your house. And you were, like, speaking life into them. Well, that's, yeah, so on the side, I You're do like kind a prophet. Of, no, no, not that. <laughs> but on the side, I love to pray with people so they can hear. So you kind of take someone through their story, and if they're stuck, it's a way to allow Jesus to come in and speak, can to kind of remove. me later? I mean, yeah, anytime, girl. I've got my little study at the house. Come on over, anytime. Okay. Yeah, anytime. Okay, and God, like, can you can hear God? You, right. Yes. I mean, anyone can anytime. Right. But, but sometimes there's things in the way. Mm. And so I very much can help facilitate removing what it's not necessarily that I'm removing it. It's helping people name what's in the way. And then we pray to allow God to remove it. So typically it's false beliefs back to what you said with self-talk. 
when we believe lies or things that aren't true about ourselves, mm. and this could be based on your childhood stories, 100%, your childhood trauma, yes. your what your life situations, what you're born into, you create these stories about yourself. Yes. And they're literally lies that come at the very beauty of your life. And here's what I love most that that John Eldridge talks about is that where you're wounded is actually the very place your glory lies. Meaning the very place Kara Hobby brings life and God's love and light to this earth is the very place you've been taken out. And the same with me. So whenever I meet with people, you will find that there is very much a all effort attack on that person to not bring the beauty of God because really there is the enemy. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he very much is jealous of God and his glory. He didn't win. And so now he tries to come after man and woman who bear his image in the very place they bring the most life. And we live in this world that's a dual world. Everything is opposites. You got your good, your evil, your bad, your trauma, your right. joy. Your, right. It's like we live in it's this. It's a broken world. We live in a very broken it's, split world. Yes. 100%. And we're battling both every day. And I feel like so many of us try to block out the bad and just ignore it and like act like it's not there. But really, you have to look at it. You have to feel it. You have to bring you God into music. it. Yes. And so many of us are like, oh, I don't want to. I just interviewed Ian Cron. He wrote. Oh, uh, I can't even fathom. Yeah. It was so good. Oh, he I wrote, bet. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the Enneagram back to you. wrote back to you. And then he just has a new one called The Story of You, which is telling you the lies of your Enneagram number. It's amazing. Um, But it's all about like we have to figure out who we really are. And you have to bring God into it. You have to bring light into it. And you have to own it. Yes. And so the most simple way to do that before your feet hit the bed, get it before your feet hit the floor when you're in bed, God, tell me how much you love me. Would you tell me how you see me? And so the simple things that he will say. And you hear him? You, it's an impression. You feel it. It's, it can either be a word. It can be a symbol. It could be a song. It could be a memory. It just comes to you. Yes. And, and you want to, you can journal it. That might be a great way to start just because that might be hard to learn that voice, but over time he will affirm and bring confirmation. Mm. So you can ask for that. If what you hear, you doubt, you say, God, would you make this confirmation? Like, and so what does a confirmation mean? You like hear it. I mean, you'd be shocked. You'd be shocked at some of the stories. Like, like, do you think to yourself, this is just a coincidence. I'm making this up. No, they're so, they're so outlandishly lavish. Like obvious. Yes. Like I was just on a phone call with a bunch of high schoolers. It was like a interview of one of my good friends. And she talked about how she put on 50 pounds and she was turning 40, I think. And it was really hard for her. And so she was like, you know, on my birthday, I went on the back porch and I was just like, God, tell me how you see me. And he was like, you're lovely. And literally five minutes later, she received in her heart, but she kind of dismissed it. The doorbell rang and her best friend had dropped off a card and it said, you are lovely. I know. Yeah. I have a story too. When Chris and I were very much in a place of transition, very much risk involved. So a lot of times, you know, from the outside, it looks like, oh, these people just fire in all cylinders and like Crushing everything. Com- yeah. Everything comes to them and they just sit back. I mean, there really is a nuance to making calls and decisions and changes like as you grow in your career so we were in this position of really making some huge shifts and so it was risky like everything was on the line and we were believing god for it it was very much you're feeling called to do it 
we were just feeling very led that like, was it like changing him. teams or something. It was a big shift. Okay. Yes. It was a big shift of shifting where we lived. Everything was changing. Like an uproot. Yes. People involved. It was just a shift. And it you're was- probably going to like piss some people off because yeah. Yes. It's, yes. Yes. It, because it was a shift. Uh-huh. And so it was interesting. So I get, I'm like scrolling through Instagram and this is years ago, but I see this screenshot and it says something like a Camry, you know, a Toyota Camry is made in like six hours and a Bentley, it takes seven months. So I screenshot that and I send that to Chris and I'm like, it's worth going the distance, you know, kind of believing God is this isn't going to happen in a day. Rome was not built in a day. Okay. So later that day, we've got to go to Whole Foods in Franklin, you know, off of McEwen. Mm -hmm. This is not Lenox Mall. This is not Highland Park, Texas, okay? This is Franklin, which is like pickup trucks and Tahoes and Suburbans. And so, like, we have to sh- drop off the girls and do a switch up. And so, I am following him. And then, all of a sudden, a bright blue Bentley cuts me off and pulls right in front of me. And I was speechless. Because you don't see Bentleys. Yeah, especially a bright blue one. You're right. And I'm just sitting there like, this was confirmation of God just being like, I'm with you. Like, I'm with you guys. Like, mm. trust me with the risk. Like, you didn't you didn't miss me on this. Like, and that gives you probably such a peace to move forward because now... 100%. You, you were listening to God. You felt like God was directing you to do this. Then you got that sign that said, you know, a Bentley takes seven months to build. And, like, that resonated with you. Right. And now, all of a Two sudden... Two hours later... You see an actual Bentley. So, so, confirmation. And that's when people can rely on these confirmations from God and feel, like strong in them because you have been in communication with God and you're listening for him to speak to you. It's not like a coincidence, like I was saying, or wishful thinking. It's like these are deliberate things that were on your heart that are being validated. Exactly. And what's even more core than decisions is coming to know who you really are. And that's hard to do. That is that is hard to do. It takes like a like I feel like the first half of my life I had no idea who I was. I kinda knew what I was interested in and I knew like who I was and wanted to be and how I wanted to present myself to the world. But like, I didn't feel rock solid in that. No. So that's, what's amazing is he knows who he made you to be, right? He knows the glory and the beauty of your life. And what I love about Jesus was he renamed his disciples. I mean, Peter, he named Peter the rock, which he was the weakest character of all the disciples, but he renamed him. So he was like, I see you for who you really are. Like, sure. I see all these shenanigans of your weakness, but this is who you really are. You are the rock and I will build the whole church on you. Like you are the one character that is foundational to the church. Why was he the rock? Out of well, everyone. he named him. He saw him for who he was. And then did Peter live into it? Yes. And so he does the same with us. Like regardless of what's happened in our story, he speaks to us and gives us a name mm. or a word or a symbol. And there's many that I have. Some like I could openly share. Some I feel like, you know, I'm not going to go around being like, hi. Like God has given to you? Yes, other names of characters in the Bible. Okay, is one share, example. share some that okay. you're willing to share. I'm willing to share. Yeah, okay. there's one in particular, Esther, which I know yes. everybody probably eye rolls at this point. They're like, we've heard about her. But it was significant because when I married Chris, he was very much established in his career. He was very much... Which that's hard. You're coming in 
obviously you're a badass in your own right and you're like incredible but like he is like superstar at this point he was you so didn't like start with him i was grind. an accessory so an accessory. i did not come i was That's not hard to walk into that no when you're ground floor you're building it you're like eating ramen noodles like you're doing it and you're like yeah you feel just as much <laughs> as a part of it as yeah because you were there for every hire and fire and every decision now when you're coming in on the tail end mm. That is a different situation. And so God was very much working through us. We were, he was late 30s. I was early 30s. And in our marriage, there was a dismantling. So where we came into it thinking, oh my gosh, we found our person and it's going to be like, you know, sunsets forever. It was like the house went up on fire, literally. And that's not what you think is going to happen when you're falling in love and getting married. No. <laughs> You're saying so it's it going to be so like, exactly. oh, we were chat. We, our differences, you know, how we approached everything. We were coming from opposite extremes and we had no clue. And so because the love was just so strong that like you, you dove in. Well, there was a circumstance where we broke up and then we got back together. And so it was, you called oh, it. Yeah, I called it. You I called did it call. We talked about timeouts being very valuable. <laughs> yeah, Lauren's like, listen, I don't feel like you're on the same page as me or whatever. Yeah, it so. was. Yeah, it was more of like this conversation of, hey, I want to know your heart, and if it's just us and what we're doing and where we're flying and you know award shows. Like, I'm in it for the person, and so that didn't really shift. I think really he didn't know he wanted to marry me, and I think it was not that I was asking for marriage, but I was asking for more than where he was. And so that, I just said, if things don't change, I'm out. And, and then he like came chasing after you and you still were out. Oh yeah. And I was almost <laughs> engaged to somebody else. Like literally well, so the guy. You, were, you weren't just like, I'm out, but I'm no, just no, no, no. Like, to get you to chase he me. He was like you were down out, to out. almost boarding the plane and he didn't board the plane to propose. Things fell out with us. And then literally Chris circle, was circling. But you were dating someone else about to marry someone else. Oh yeah. Literally the family ring had been shipped. I mean, it was that. Lord. I know. You're so like you're it was so down. sniper. You say you were you do things to the eleventh hour, right? Yes. I'm I'm the eleventh hour. Well, too, Chris I calls guess. you the hammer. I read this interview and he's like, Lauren's the hammer. She makes me get like the information out because he wants to like stuff it. And you're like, oh, he's no, a stuffer. we're gonna talk about this. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant. AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. Right. I'm a hammer too. You're a hammer too. I'm yeah, a, but gonna, I'm also like, I'll wait till the, now I like can trust my instincts and gut more in God because I've Waited to the 11th hour so many times where God's like yelled at me and like shut me down. 
But like, yes, I'm the same way. Once I like feel it and hear it and know it, it's like, that's it. Right. Yeah. So basically. I will force it out of you. Oh, 100%. So we, we were very much in this position where I wanted to dress everything. I wanted to talk about everything. He wanted to stuff everything. And literally he just toured his whole life and run really hard. So he never looked back. He had never looked back at family of origin. He had never looked back at the implications. And fortunately, I had done a little more work at that point because my family had gone through their own crisis, my parents' marriage. They fought for it, worked through so much, but it helped expedite me on kind of seeing the brokenness in my family. So we enter into this and like, he's just thinking he's going to do life as normal. And it was like definitely a collision of our styles of relating. And I'm like, where did the guy go? He was in the office or on the golf course. Cause like he, he would was, just disappear? Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm not. Because he was already late 30s doing his own thing. And he and I wanted to talk about it. And he didn't want to talk about so it. So he was like, listen, the yes. day started, the day is for me. And I got to go do what I got to do. And I'm not necessarily going to check in with you. Because right. he wasn't used to that. That and wasn't so his MO. We were very much at a point where we did not like each other. And that's putting it kindly. And you're also married, so you're stuck. We're, yeah. Well, and, and we're both secretly, we laugh now because it's hilarious. But we both were like, what did we do? Thank secretly. you for sharing all this because I think people need to hear these things because we all have hit moments. You can love your person more than anything in the world, know they're the greatest. But when you're married to someone, it still can be like, there's moments where you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, especially <laughs> when they're bringing you to the end of yourself. And so, see, my style of relating was control. Let's talk about everything. And his was running. And so essentially what happened was mm. God intervened Ooh. with me. With you. With me first before he could deal with him. And he said, you're Esther, which Esther's this character in the Bible. And essentially she's married to the king. And instead of hitting him over, hitting him over the head with a frying pan to discuss the, the fact that she has her people that need to be saved, she makes him a meal. And the first meal, she doesn't make her request. So you can imagine. She makes him the meal. I'm sure they make love. It's the whole thing. She's buttering him up. Yeah. It's the second meal. Like, again. And then she makes her request. And so it's not manipulation. Presentation is everything. What it is saying is love. It's like to be in a position to make. And at that point. And it's not manipulation because you're saying, I'm going to love you. I'm going to show you that I love you and shower you with love. And then I'm going to gently it was finding my place with God, you're right, to be free to love. So I had to forgive God, to get to this position. But someone like you who is like a hammer like me, sometimes I don't want to be loving. Sometimes I want to be like, no. you're an asshole. And like, this is not right. And like, I am so annoyed. Right. And like, why did you do that? Like, right. I want to come at you kind of like in a rude way. <laughs> right. And then how well does that work? It never works out. It never works. It never works It backfires. Out. But then I'm mad because I'm like, why do I have to be the bigger person? 100%. Like, this sucks. Like, you're the one who's got all the problems, not me. I but, know. I mean, that's so, such a lie. But in my head, that's what I'll tell myself. I know. So it was a very, I was in this, that's, <laughs> that's where we were, was very much in the same spot. Mm-hmm. And so God came to me and addressed my control. Was like, let's, let's deal with you. <sighs> let's forgive. How did he come to you? Well, it was just a very, he, I mean, I'll, I'll put it, I'm not going to put it mildly. He said, shut your mouth. You heard it. I literally was like, shut your mouth. Because were you kind of telling Chris how you felt all the yeah, time? Yeah. And he was like, before you speak, you need to talk to me first. 
you felt that it was and a, heard yes, it. Yes, it was a yes. And it was, you are Esther. It was a sense of, I want you to invite him to a different way of life. Were you praying for this answer or did it just come over um, you? I was wrestling and struggling so much. So I don't even know if I was praying. He, I, like, I was just struggling. And it came over you. You felt this yes, and heard it, it was and knew shut it was your from mouth. God. It was shut your mouth. Like, we got to work together. We're a team. If you want any shift or change in this marriage, we're going to have to do this together, mm. but you're going to have to change first and you're going to have to trust me. See, my <sighs> control was out of my own fear, was out of my own issues and not trusting him. So if you really believe that God has your spouse and you, then you can partner with him and invite him in and take him for his word. But instead I was strangling him. It's you're strangling Chris. Or yeah, just, just with my words right. of like, hey, let's talk. Or let's, let's what about this? Well, it's hard or, to like invite God into your marriage sometimes, even though God should be at the center of your marriage. Obviously, we that's like the core, but it's hard to do that sometimes because you're living with this person and everything that person does affects you. Every, right. way, every little decision they make, the way they live their life, the way they exist in the world. Like, yes, it now is you. It's your because problem. You're one. Yes, you are one. And so if they're doing something, it's like it's hard to bring God into it because it's like you're messing with my life, dude. Right, right. <laughs> but then I think that's the beauty of being surrendered and recognizing, OK, we are one. So I am inheriting their stuff now. Yes. Spiritually. Yes. Like when you marry their brokenness is, is yours. passed to you. And same for Chris. Mine passed to him. We are one. But also not being codependent like, oh, I'm stuck with this and now my whole life is in And them. being resentful. It's saying, I'm still independent before God. So God, I trust that you can work through me and through him. I'm going to surrender this person to you. Oh, that's and huge. I actually surrendering that person. They're not mine. And does that mean... You, it doesn't mean you stop caring about what they do. It's saying that he's your man. So how do you surrender him you, over? You literally are like, this isn't mine to carry. How I, do you stay I, engaged in your relationship but surrender it over? You surrender them. You hand them over, but you recognize the ways in which you have been holding on that are false, i.e. control, nitpicking. I'm, I'm talking more to a woman right now, mm -hmm. probably, mm -hmm. in this language. But... It's easy to think, well, you know, I'm just stuck. This is my lot. Nothing's going to change. Versus saying, okay, God, what needs a change in me that is not of you? Fear, you know, whatever, however it's manifesting. It could be that it's angry outbursts. You know, that could be a way that you manipulate. And we think that we're justified in it because this person deserved it because of what they did. But right. really, we are just as to blame as well 100 percent, because we're creating an environment that is not breeding a good fertile ground right we're not right. helping of love it. no no so so when i came to that place of hearing your esther shut your mouth we're gonna work as a team and the other thing that my dad had me ask god which was unbelievable he said i want you to go to god because at this point i resented chris i didn't feel like he had fought for me I didn't really feel like he heard me or cared what I had to say because honestly, I wouldn't care what I had to say either the way I was coming at it, right? Let's be real. But he said, I want you to go to God and ask God. This is to, your dad. Yes, to give you a picture of who Chris is and his truest self. And you, you believe in that man. Because see, the problem was I was speaking to him in a way of exactly how I saw him, which wasn't good. Like, it was probably like, oh, he's a fifth grader. Like, you know, I was talking down to him. And it's so easy to do that as a wife and a woman because I feel like women are just great multitaskers. We just see what needs to be done. It's we like, can, let me tell you what to do. Let me tell you what to do. Let right. me tell you how you need to fix this. Because guys are just like, oh, I always heard 
women are like spaghetti. We're just a giant like <laughs> me- me- bowl of it all. It's all happening at once. And men are waffles. They can literally do one thing at a time. Right. It's all compartmentalized. And so we compliment each other beautifully <laughs> in such frustrating and overwhelming ways. Yes. And so Chris is probably just living his life, doing how he's always done. Right. Thinking you're just going to plug right into the Chris show. Exactly. Why wouldn't you? And that <laughs> was not what happened. Mm hmm. And we, I mean, we got pregnant a month in. That was a total surprise. Oh, good. Bring the babies on. Yeah. That adds ex- so much intensity. Ex- oh, yeah. I was sick on the couch. He had gotten a bus for us to tour. It was his dream. So he's out touring. I'm sick. I mean, the whole thing was the perfect dismantling of both of us. Because he thought this was great and everything's perfect. And you're like, no, no. Oh, right? yeah. No, because there were just definitely... We were in a position of dealing with each other and our differences. Okay. So you said, what is the pic? Your dad said, think of Chris in the picture that you see of him in his fullest best. Yeah, ask God. And so God gave me a picture. And? It was Seabiscuit, which is the horse. Seabiscuit, Seabiscuit, the horse. He said, he's Seabiscuit. He goes, he's my winner. I want you to see him as my winner. Because see, the the incredible story about, I know, right? And now you feel like an asshole for not seeing him as a winner. Not no, really, no. because I knew God was seeing my my situation mm-hmm. of our differences. I felt understood. It wasn't like shame, like, you know, you need to see him as the winner. It was more of like, that is who he is at his core, and I want you to fight for that man. See, Gosh, this is where a partner is so powerful, because you can bring out the worst or the best in someone. Ex- yes, yes. And it's all in how in you how, present yes your requests and you support them and, work and see together them as a team and see them instead of getting frustrated on the little things that are driving you nuts it's seeing the big picture the big picture and so that helped oh, me that's really wise it was, it was well it wasn't me it was god i can't take any and my dad i mean it was just this and he knows the power a woman has through it's their huge. words and i'm not saying from manipulation but saying to champion or to break them so you had to change your communication style everything it was to champion. It was it was a different approach. And and believing that God in time could make changes. And he did. Like he in time brought about what needed to happen. He brought about what we needed to see. But it wasn't built in a month like I wanted. No. This it is was the long, the, it was the slow long process. How did you know that? Because I've been on this journey too. Right. Yeah. I've been on a journey also as well just to like, and I'm, I'm, gosh, I need to change my, uh, I get frustrated and I can like with Michael, he's so easygoing. Right. I can be snappy cause I'm like, I'm OCD and I'm like super focused and driven and I can turn into just this anal person when I have like yeah, plans. Here's where we need to go. Here's what we need to do. Here's yeah. what I need to do it. But I, a lot of times I miss the big picture of it all cause I'm like, there's something so much bigger happening. So yes, I need to work on my approach sometimes. <laughs> And so when, in hearing Esther, see, that was the beautiful thing. It was almost like the coach calling the play. Hey, here's who you are, and here's who he is. You're actually holding all the power with God when you are that way because you are seeing it from the such macro, a- and, you're, and you're surrendered. So there's a, a place of trust and rest. And you're stepping outside of your feelings exactly and seeing the like God from 30,000 feet up. I love, yes, I love how you're saying that. To- that's what happened. I wish I had seen it that clearly in the moment. I didn't see it that clearly, but that's exactly what he was doing. But you followed it. Right. And then it changed everything. So So did you catch yourself? Were you catching yourself? Was it hard to change in the beginning or was it easy? He would just, I would ask a lot for him to speak to me. 
So it wasn't just a one and done thing. It was just, would you keep speaking to me? What do you have to say? And he would keep bringing that name before me. Um, he would, of course, say other things as well. But that was what he continually affirmed. And it was interesting because then that name has changed throughout time. Like, you know, there might be seasons where he brings it back around. Um, and then did Chris eventually get slowly molded over time to change as well? Because you he did. were changing and so then he met you. We, we met in the middle. We met in the middle. He, he was less passive and stepped in more to conflict. And then I was less controlling and stepped back to be more of a partner in mm. it together. Does that make sense? Yes. Versus. So, yes. Yes. So he started being willing to confront things that before he would sweep under the rug. Right. Because he was just working and blowing and going. I yeah. mean, that's all he knew. Like, what's the set list? Where are we going? What's the city? You know, boom, forward thinking. Instead of saying, well, okay, wait, where am I now at 39? Mm. And so thus began, you know, when I would call home bawling to my dad. Because I was in that position. And I love crying. that you're sharing all this because once again, you and Chris are like an example <laughs> of like incredible people, godly people, married people, and you're still struggling to hear God in your marriage when you guys are so connected. So it's well, so nice assume, to hear I mean, this. this. Is like, it, yeah, people just just because you have this career and that you are connected to God strongly in one way, or you're writing about worship music doesn't mean you're flawless as a human. And there's like the actual humanity. living of life is it's everyone has everyone yeah, is we're like everybody else yes yeah but it's I, just so, you're singing songs about god it doesn't mean you're any different right if that makes sense right so i would call home bawling okay just like bawling and my parents had been to their through their own crisis at like 25 years of marriage and so they had fought for it. There was a huge change in my dad where he literally was dismantled himself through his anger. That is powerful. Yes, at 25 years. So wow, he would, go dad. I'd go dad. And that's it changed hard to the do. whole family. But that's really hard to do for especially like that generation who's set in their ways, you know, to like take a, to take a look at himself and to dismantle himself like that and to call himself yes. out. It was, I'm very fortunate. That's huge. It changed our whole family. Go Go dad. dad. I know. Go dad. That's I know. powerful. I thank him all the time. Like in his father's day card. to do that, especially. I, I tell him he was the thing that changed our whole family. And look how it changed mm -hmm. your marriage too. Right. Because you the. Now I'm calling home bawling and he is saying, and this was the quote out of one of John Eldridge's book. And, and your I, dad's already gone through his work yes, with your mom. Yes. Marriage is God's divine conspiracy for your transformation. Explain that. Meaning his divine conspiracy. Conspiracy is like this this plan. It's a divine plan to bring about your transformation. Meaning you would never become the fullest Kara apart from Michael. Mm. And Michael would never become the fullest Michael apart from you. Mm. And so in coming together, all those tensions, all those frictions, all- That sometimes drive you crazy and you hate and you wanna like, you know. Yes, all your pride, Everything gets rubbed up against to where you actually have to change to like making a diamond, man. Exactly. Exactly. 
Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. Right. And so you think sometimes you think like what, like you said in the beginning, like what have we done? Like, Most, oh I, would say, I, I would say there's a lot more people that feel that way. They just don't articulate it. And it's really because we have been called to marriage to really see our true self. I mean, obviously there are some marriages that are abusive and bad and like not good, but you right. know. And, and I'm not, and I'm not definitely not saying stay in something that's a rocky situation where your safety, your mental, right. Absolutely. all of that, but, but more of in our differences and in our brokenness and our sin, those things that... In being with someone, it calls you up. You can't escape it. Like at the end of the day, I mean, when you're single, you can run from all that stuff. Oh, you can just run, run, no. run. You can run to alcohol. <laughs> you can run to lust. You yeah. can run to travel. You can run to career. Yeah. You can run to passions. Right. There is like escapes all day long and nobody's there to call you out. <laughs> and then when you're married, it affects someone else. Yeah. And that, that, and that person will eventually like, wear down or yes. you will come together and you will help each other yes. become the best version that you are supposed to you be. You have to work it out together. Uh, and then for the other person, that know, marriage is powerful. It's power. And, and I think the ones that really fight for it are powerful because they fought for it. I think a lot of people can settle and they're just doing the kids doing the trips and everything surface, but the soulful, the honest, the true ones, the call on yourself. They out. do not come on a silver platter. You no. do not get delivered that just by saying I do. Those are the ones that you really fight for it. My mom told me something that I have never forgotten. And Michael and I talk about this all the time. It's not, it's in a marriage. He's like, it's never equal at the same time. And I love that yes. because sometimes, yes, like how take. you started first with, with Chris, like you felt called to change first. So you were probably carrying a big load in the beginning that Chris didn't even really realize because you were doing all this internal work to better the marriage. Absolutely. But then he met you and the, Absolutely. the pendulum shifted. And so I feel like that is something to always keep in mind. And that's why people who keep score are really shooting themselves in the head because it is never equal at the same time. That is a great way of looking at and it. And you have to, like, when you feel called to do something for your marriage, even if you're doing so much more of the work, you might be doing like that 90% is a great of it. point. But you still like, it's going to shift eventually. Well, it's going to be and worth it. Where, and that's where it's believing what God is saying to uh -huh. you of like, hey, trust me. Uh -huh. 
Like, I can deal with him. I'll work with him, but it's you and me right now. It's kind of like the, you know, Mike Tyson, they pull you in the ring in the corner. Yeah. It's that coach, like, all in your face. Like, I know you've got, like, the blood and the sweat and, you know, your nose is beat up. But, like, just hang with me. Yeah. Like, we're in this together. Now go back in the ring. And give it everything you have. Yeah, even though it feels like it's doomsday and hopelessness. Uh Which, again, you have to look at the larger story. Marriage is essentially, I mean... Marriage is the picture, and this is this is provocative. God's love for his people, he gives marriage as the, the illustration. So God's love for his church, his people, he uses man and woman, marriage, as the symbol of that love. So do you think that that's not going to be opposed? The enemy hates anything that is beautiful, that is of love, that is of light. So why do we think there's so many marriages falling apart post-COVID? Oh, my like, God. Yeah, COVID could like either like bring you together or tear you apart. Right, because we were with each other. You're searing things up close and personal, like all of that. Things are falling apart. Yes, but it is opposed. So I think to recognize that in your marriage, if you're feeling the heat, you're not the only one. Recognize if you're making steps forward and you're not settling to just, you know, get by and do the kids and do the travel and do the scene. If Mm -hmm. you're really fighting for it, it will be opposed because it does... Are you saying opposed? Opposed. Opposed. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Well, okay. So when say someone's in the middle of that right now where they are just like at a wall and they're like, this sucks. Like I am like miserable. I feel like I'm the worst version of myself. I feel like my husband is the worst version of myself. We don't have any intimacy, no connection, but they're, but you, the person doesn't want to leave, but they just are longing for a healed relationship. What would you suggest for someone like that to do like to start on the journey of healing yes first i would have them surrender their marriage to god like this is yours and then time out let's let's go to the corner of the ring god what do you want to say to me and then how does that person tell hear me if they don't me, know how to listen yeah, tell me how you love me tell me how you see me it's that simple in that moment because they're in that position of being beat up tired like hopeless what if that person doesn't know how to hear okay so so it's literally tell me how you see me tell you how tell me say those words yes and it would be sitting in quiet and journaling out whatever impressions you see Mm. since it's a a still quiet quiet voice in your spirit so it's like you're gonna hear something at sometimes that's gonna embarrass you Mm. like you're stunning shame no oh 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 not shame you're stunning Oh, wow. Like or, your one, your friend who had gained 50 pounds and then it said you're lovely. She yeah, might God, not believe God, that. Well, shame is from the enemy. So mm. God speaks in love. So if you hear something, it could be too good to be true. Like he could say, hang in there. Your marriage is worth fighting for. At one point, I asked him, God, give me a picture of our marriage when I felt like it was in the toilet. You know, <laughs> like he said, he we were in Vancouver and it was the Banff Mountains. And he goes, that is your marriage. It is strong. And I was like, no, not my marriage. Like, it's like butter. Like, we are like barely holding it together right now. He's like, that's your marriage. It's strong. He also, and it tear, it makes me tear up. Because again, we both were very much in a place of like, I mean, did we blow it secretly? He showed me a Thank picture. Thank you for sharing this, Lauren. This is so powerful that you share these stories, that you're sharing this story about your marriage. Oh, I love, yeah, I love it because, I mean, we love each other deeply now. We can laugh about it. But he showed me a picture of us on the front porch of a house rocking, laughing at all of our trials. 
which at that point was not funny. <laughs> no one was laughing. There was not any laughter in our house. I wow. mean, we were, it was dissension. So to see that picture was like extravagant and not believable. Well, it's unbelievable because 10 years from now we are laughing. I mean, there's something Chris is like, I still can't laugh over that, but I'm like, <laughs> I give it till 80 and we'll all, we'll be laughing. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I just love that because I feel to me like this is how I feel. I feel that we all have the tools that we need to really thrive in this life in our heart. I feel like God gives everyone a blueprint and like a calling. And I'm always like, how did you know your calling? How did you feel it? How do you connect with God? How do you right. feel God? But it is a powerful feeling. And I love talking to people like you who have identified how to harness what God is saying and not just like letting it pass by, but like actually finding techniques to hear God and, and like and tools and how to recognize God in you. Because I feel like, especially in our culture, we aren't necessarily taught that, which no. is crazy because that is it. It's everything. That is everything. If you can't like feel it and hear it and communicate and harness it, then it's like the wind in your sails. Then you are living in this false just, Christianity, false faith where it's scary because you're taking someone else's word for it. Or or you're living to the expectations of what your spouse wants mm -hmm. or what your mom or your friends, what's going on on Instagram versus being like, God, you made me. Mm -hmm. Would you tell me how you see me? Would you tell me the picture of my marriage? I mean, you can get that specific. Oh, I love which, that. Which I don't know where we are on time, but I'm happy. Yeah, let's If you want me to facilitate, like if someone doesn't want this, we could just opt out. But if people want to just let's pause, I can just facilitate a prayer. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Like let's, this is like Okay, let's facilitate a prayer. Okay. This is Allskate. This is this is what? Allskate. Like, you know, the rink where everyone goes for it. Oh, Allskate. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> goes out. Like we're doing it. Okay. Yes. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's okay. do it. And you can listen too. Not that you have to share no, what I you want hear. To. But just to tell me what do I need like close my eyes? Yes, what are we doing? You can if that helps you focus. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna Lauren's gonna facilitate. I don't even know what's happening right now, but I'm here for it. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. So Jesus, we love you, and we thank you that this is your invitation to life, to freedom, and to living true, true to who you made us to be, so that we may walk more fully. So God, would you speak to me now? Would you tell me how much you love me? And I'm going to leave it some silence here. Some time. And then God, would you tell me how you see me? Is there a word? Is there a symbol? Is there a song? Is there a memory? A scripture verse? Something that you want to put before me to put in my back pocket for the journey? Sugar's barking. <laughs> so let it be so. And it's just receiving that, whatever you sense. And, and if you question it, I would just ask for confirmation. What if you didn't like really see anything? Stay with it. Because I'm like trying to see something, but I'm like. But and this is also force. The dog's barking. Yeah. Let's look at the <laughs> circumstances. Sonny's running around downstairs <laughs> like. You know, just stay with this. Just this stay with this question. Stay with the question. And if you are open, he will show up. So how do you see me? And yes, tell me how much you love me. And tell, you, tell me how you see me. Just keep asking that question. Yes. And, when, and the reason why the how you see me is so important is because, it, again, he's calling out who you really are. Mm. So let's say it's a movie character like <clears throat> She-Ra or something. 
I don't know what it is. Whatever he uses, then tease it out with them. Okay, well, what are you trying to tell me about that character? That's what I did with Esther. Did you journal it? Yes. Journaling was the best way for so me. So sitting in meditation and silence, asking God this, and then when he you ask him these questions, and then you journal. Yes, journal out whatever impressions you receive. Okay. And stay with it. Stay. Don't just like if you don't hear something within two minutes, I'm done. He didn't speak to me. Because I think most of us are so afraid of rejection. And we're putting pressure on it. Like, oh my gosh, yes. I got to hear something right now or else it's yes. not going to work. Turn off the music in the car. Again, ask the question. In the shower, ask the question. Like, God, I'm open. Like, give me eyes. Give me ears. I'm here for it. I love that because right now, like I have done so much work on myself and gone on such a journey with my life just from like, Everyone who's listened to this podcast, I've talked about my life over and over again in all different ways. But like I was always searching for validation and I was searching for acceptance and I wanted to be special because I just had a lot of insecurities and I thought like if I could get into the spotlight or whatever and have people like love yeah. me, then all my insecurities and what I felt inadequate about would go away because now I'm special. Right. Or whatever. Right. And so I kind of worked through all that. But now I'm at this place where I just feel a lot of peace Mm -hmm. but I feel like I'm in my calling like having this podcast and having these conversations I feel called to do this I feel like this is God using me in a in a gift or talent or passion that he gave me to share with others but I don't know what he wants me to do more like I don't have like any like inklings of like where do you want me to go what do you want me to do like I just feel very at peace right but I know maybe it's your season to hear you need to be where you are. I don't feel like I need to be super busy right now. Well, and, I and, I think, and I think going with that, but asking God, give me a picture. Like, what is, what's going on here? It's almost that dialogue. So many of us are so used to talking to God, but it's it's just being open to like, give me a picture of what's going on here mm-hmm. for this season. For this season. Yes. 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 And who am I to be in this season? That's a great question you know whether it's on the home front and I love that with you and Lauren Atkins were talking about that she thought she had all these big plans or whatever but really it was like you're being called to raise your daughters and and, you know (laughs) right well yeah and she was like wanted some great word and she had just ripped off Thomas's head or TR's head and he was like hey you need to go apologize to your husband first and she's like oh dang it (laughs) and then the next thing he said was that impression of hey do the chalk like be present don't miss this yes and then what happens is then so many other things have come forth from her life before you know after that time I mean that's what's so amazing is here you were so much on the stage and your validation could have been from being in front of people and yet here you are one-on-one with people and that I believe is your sweet spot it is it is and calling forth that and yet it is being heard but isn't that interesting that had you kept chasing that, you could have missed this right here, which yes. is your sweet spot. Yes. But like I told you, did I tell you this before? Or did I tell you in this podcast that like God has shut me down like several times, like with yes. my feelings? Did I tell you, do we talk about that on the podcast? Not on the podcast, but okay. Yeah. Cause there's been like several times in my life, one with Michael where we broke up and everyone who's listened to this podcast knows Michael's in my story. We've broken up and got back together. But like there was a moment where Michael and I were both chasing our career so hard. I felt completely lost, like completely lost. Like I could barely take care of myself emotionally, spiritually, 
I had no, I was like, I can't be with another person who's also a dreamer, who's chasing, who's like figuring out his journey. I was so lost in my own that I was like, I, I cannot yeah. be with someone, anyone right, right now because I literally feel so chaotic. And I heard God in my head say Austin, there like literally go. like the yeah. word Austin. And I was like, I need to move to Austin. And you mentioned also when you talked to me that you felt something in your spirit gut. your gut my that's gut makes way. me nauseous okay so that's a, in your body like a real sense when you hear something sense something you feel it I now because I've had and I also did it with um my music career I hit this moment where I was like I got to quit music professionally like I still love singing and I sing to Sunny and like music is amazing and I enjoy it but like I hit this moment where I was like I do not want to walk a professional road pursuing this anymore and I was like in the middle of record deals and all sorts of stuff and I've been chasing it for like 10 15 years and finally dreams were coming true but like my gut was saying no this is not what you want this is not your destiny and it screamed at me so loud that it like I hit my knees yeah felt yeah. nauseous and felt like yeah. I, I heard words for the first time because I pushed it yes. to the breaking point where yes. either I was going to like walk through the resistance and go against what my gut was mm. telling me because I'm like, this is what I worked for. This is what I wanted. And like with Michael and when I heard like go to Austin, it's like, no, we could just stay and work it out. He's and, like, no. But it was like, no, like, if I time out, if I stay and push through this, yeah. it's not going to make this grow and be vibrant. It's going to suffocate it and kill it. And just all the negative things are going to be flourishing like resentment and feel, you know, like I just knew I had to go on my own journey. And those are hard moments because you have to disrupt everything and you disrupt other people and you disrupt your life and you have to start over and it's terrifying and you don't know what in the F you're doing. No, no, no. <laughs> you have no it's guidance scary. other than like you're just, you're listening to your gut instincts yes. and then you're like, am I absolutely crazy? I like what am I doing? I don't even know where I'm going now. I'm starting over, but I don't have anywhere to go other than, I got this strong feeling. And, 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 but isn't that faith? It where is. everything doesn't make sense. And it's And then terrifying. the voice comes in and says, trust me. But you're like, oh. Like, like walk on water. And you're like, but no, I can't. And it's like, no, come. Like, trust me. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. And I feel like a lot of people don't want to do that because the disruption of your life is terrifying. Oh, oh the, the ripple effects of those decisions. But everything hangs in the balance in those moments. 
because those are the moments where then the whole path and the plot line shifts. And you can stay on the one that you're on that you know is not in line. Or you can trust mm-hmm. and walk with them. And when I say walk, it's that conversational dialogue like what we've been talking. It's that hand in hand, he's with you, you're holding his hand, you're not off isolated by yourself, like throwing up, like God out there. It's like, no, we're in this together. Like we're thick as thieves on this. How do that you, kind of sense. How do you know when God, when you're on the right path with God? Like what does it feel like to you? What is your guidance system from God? Oh, it's just, it's really being centered more in that conversation. Do you feel something? I know when, I, when I've when i drifted and I've gone to self-reliance, no bueno. What does it feel like? Self-reliance is like, I haven't involved him in the equation for weeks. And that can easily happen. Churning, burning schedules. You got three kids. Right. Yeah. I know when I've just kind of gone off and I'm like, you know, that's when I know like, okay, well, let's get back on the horse. What do you start feeling like when you've gone off? Oh, we, it's, that's a good question. I think it's different for everybody. You know, it's kind of like, you know, your check engine light. Mm-hmm. When you know you've gone down a path, mine's self-reliance. So it's just gutting it out. Do you start feeling like just not peaceful or do you feel like just more, like more intense? Yeah. Intense. That's a good word. Gutting it out. Uh-huh. Intense, striving, driving. And you're not really like feeling peace. Yeah. Peace, like joy, freedom, mm-hmm. like presence, calm. That's a great way. It's funny we keep circling back to peace. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny you've been saying that? I feel a lot of peace in my life right now, even though I don't have any big moves happening right now. Like I've done a lot of big moves my whole life. I've always felt like I've been like starting a music career, doing the amazing race, launching a podcast, doing regional work, being like all these big heavy like, lifting like, jobs. Yes, churning. And this I have is to just like figure out and start over and dive into and give everything I have. But now I just, just feel kind of like I'm just like here. And right it now. probably feels very strange. I'm like, what do I need to be doing right now? And the best answer is from him. But my gut is it's nothing. Like you're to yeah. sit in this moment, like to receive it. It's a gift. And I feel peace. But then like if you start looking around and you see all these other people doing stuff, I'm like, do well, I need to be writing a, a book? Yeah, do I need to be? You've been on the treadmill for 15 years. But I'm like, it's, I see people in my kind of position. I'm like, okay, podcasters. Yeah. They start a network. They write a right, book. They right. go on a tour. They do all stuff. But like, I, I feel like that could be in my future, but it doesn't feel like it's right no. now. And I'd ask him. I'd take yeah. that question to him. Again, tell me how you see me. What is this season about? And you'll get it. He'll Tell come. me how you see me and yes. what is this season about. about. That's more specifically for you. Anyone struggling in their marriage, I would say, would you give me a picture of my spouse and their true self? And would you give me a picture of our marriage? Like, what are you up to? And I'm talking about, you know, this is not abuse. This is not a bad situation. This is like... There Just two be, differences. There, yeah, two people with differences. I mean, God works through addiction. Totally. God works through anything. Yes. So, you know, but but really... But nothing it, that's physically or spiritually yes. really harming you. Yes, exactly. I want to line that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But being in a position to trust that he can work, and it might be in the surrendering, it's God, do whatever it takes. Meaning sometimes he allows things to come our way. And that's a scary prayer. And I have prayed it. Even like sickness. Yes, and like, do whatever it takes because my heart is after you. I know you're good. And I know you're for our good. So do whatever it takes to bring about the change you need to bring. And that's a real place to surrender. I have prayed that. Because and you were prepared for it to be bad. Yes. 
And I, you never know. Because we always say these things, but we just think it'll be like a great blessing, like a great. Or people fear the worst, like it's like a car accident or like, you know, you, but he can work in so many different and, ways. But I mean, it could be. You never it's know. It's awful. I mean, I hate to even say that, but like beauty comes out of everything yes. and a lesson comes out of everything and a change comes out of everything. Yes. If and you're so willing being to be very surrendered to trust. God, if you are good. Sometimes I say that to God all the time. I'm like, God, just, I'm, you know, I'm open. You know, I'm ready to yes. do what you want. But then I'm like, I need to take that prayer back. Cause what if he does something bad? Like, what if it's like, what if he gives me like ba- the shoes bad news? <laughs> right. Right. Cause I'm like, I'm God, I'm totally available to do whatever you need. However you want to like use my life I'm here for. It. But then I'm like, Oh, maybe I should not say that because, because like, what you, if we, he does we, something we tragic? Wanted, yeah. Cause we want an easy life, but in, yeah. it, but if we really trust that he is good and he is for our good and he's with us, that the macro picture of what he's up is far greater than where we are presently sitting and how we just want it easy and we want to get our Starbucks and have our 401k and like life's working for us. Starbucks right yeah, here. Yeah, cheers. I'm going to stop to get one too. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to wrap up. Yeah. This has been such a great conversation. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad we Lauren. got to chat. I'm oh, so glad. This has been I so love fun. love it. What is the point of this life someone like you who has done so much internal work you're so connected to god in all areas of your life why are we here why are we not just like in heaven why are we not just like in the holy existence why are we in this broken dual world of suffering and joy and you know god and devil like why do we have to live here (laughs) because sometimes i'm like why are we not just in the perfect place like why are we even here well there's a story of redemption unfolding but I like, mean, why there do we was have a, to have redemption. There was a, why can't there, there just was be a, nothing? I know because there was a co- a collision of kingdoms, and that's a big loaded statement. But you know, the enemy was jealous of God. He brought angels with him, and ever since then, there has been a collision of good and evil. And the story will end. Redemption is coming, but right now it is unfolding, and we have a part to play. Mm. So you have a part to play in bringing life and love and bringing God's beauty to this earth. I have a part to play, but that's why it's opposed. So everything we're doing on this earth is part of the redemption story. It is. Or part of the, or giving into the other part of it. Yes, but there is a large, the larger story. Is we're all here to bring redemption if we listen to that Yes, there is a larger call. There is a larger, beautiful story of God that is happening. What about all the people who get lost in the darkness of it all? And that's that's the unfortunate, heartbreaking thing. Because they have the light in them, they just don't choose to go with that. And, side. That, and that's the heart. That's the heartbreaking thing. Because what happens? To we people. truly have. All of us have light in us, and all of us were born to heal and have a gift and a purpose to heal. That makes sense to be a part of the redemption story. But we also have the ability to go the other way. Yes, we choose, and that's God. That's the ultimate risk. He gave man the choice to choose to reject him so why did he give us that choice well i mean would you would you want michael just to be bonded to you out of like no but i mean i guess it'd be fine if we were just like in this blissful (laughs) heavenly spot we didn't have to start with any of the bad stuff i know i know right 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 (laughs) can we just stay there (laughs) no but i guess we want to experience and feel and this gives us ownership of our divine spark with God because yes that what we are as humans like we are all of us are God spark yes I love that did you just phrase that I've never heard that I feel like I've heard that somewhere I love I love that because we all are like a little little God sparks floating around getting a chance to like live out a 
something that like live something out in this life like live out joy live out forgiveness live out true love like being a parent live out relationship love with a spouse live out you know traveling the world and seeing beauty like we get being a god spark sometimes is hard Mm -hmm. because god comes in and does home renovations on us like god sparks aren't always easy Mm -mm. because the beauty actually comes when we've walked through the pain and when we've dealt with our stuff home renovation that's great because you take it on the studs and you're like this house is like falling apart right and then you rebuild it exactly and you are on fire i mean there are people when they walk in a room and i know you know this you feel people who know who they are don't you absolutely you can feel their presence yes it takes intention and it takes being open and it takes connection to god like Fighting yeah. for that relationship that's not just what you've been handed down. It's like your own personal relationship. And not the rules. Mm. So we started out, you talking about... Look at this perfect wrap-up. I mean, I'm, I mean, should I just start working with you? I mean, <laughs> yeah, we need to do this together. Yes. No, no, absolutely not. But I love this conversation so much. Full circle, you started out with the rules. But the real invitation is walking with him hand in hand, hearing from him. Tell me how much you love me. Tell me how you see me. And there's the path. Wow. Jeez. Okay, Lauren. Okay, last question. I always leave with this one. Leave your light. What do you want people to know? They're loved. Simple. Just, I know that doesn't even sound profound. But after all this, like, they're loved. Because I think so many people, out of what's happened in their story, and so much of what's come against people, I mean, it's tragic. When I meet with women and I hear, I mean, I, it's just, it's amazing what people, what the human heart can endure, but to really believe and to own how much they're loved. Like there is a God that is coming. He loves you. This is a story of redemption. And that's what he's after is showing how much he loves you. And all your circumstances that you're born into, even if you're born into a broken home, parents who weren't there, all sorts of abuse and trauma, like it feels like you might not have been loved been loved that's just your circumstances right. but really and that takes a lot of hard work to get on the other side of that but you are loved and yes. you are and then like you said with your author that broken wound is actually your greatest invitation to help others see light yes it, but you have to do the work to heal yourself and to get to the bottom of it and to find god and all of that and that takes a lot of work and a lot of people don't want to do it but it's amazing when you're open, it's baby steps. So it might seem overwhelming, but if it just boils down to that one question, then it becomes, okay, it's this first step, and then it's the next step. And he's told me this and this and this. I mean, to look at 15 years of hearing from God, what I started out hearing and where I am now, I would have never imagined where he took me. Mm. But it, again, changed the trajectory. And you just started with baby steps. Baby steps. It wasn't, who do I marry? Do I change jobs? Tell me how you see me. And then in time, once I learned to know his voice, I took the bigger questions to him and I sat with him on it. And maybe you have to come back day after day. Like you don't get an answer. Oh, 100. Yes. Like sometimes you do not hear right away. Sometimes you don't. It just and then takes, eventually if you keep asking, you just do eventually hear it. It's, it's, it's pursuing that. And then in, in really just being present to him. So we're going to wrap up. Do you, do you communicate with God all day? No. I mean, throughout the day, yes. But it's not like I'm talking to him all day long. I mean, throughout, like, intermittently. When you're talking to him throughout the day, what do you do? Do you all of a sudden be like, oh, hey, God? Or, like, are you just, like, what, are you driving it's by funny. something? I don't even, like, I don't even, that's a great question. Oh, my gosh, that's a really hard question. <laughs> 
it's less formal and it's more like a buddy in the front seat. So it's really more of my spirit. It's, it's very less like formalized, like God, here I sit. It's just very like, okay, what do we do about this house we have? Or, you know, you like know, we're chatting it out. It's like we're buddies. Do you know to go to God with the big questions now? Oh, yes. Like you don't. We just had one this weekend for, you know, we have a vacation home and we had it listed and it was this incredible offer. And we, we were oh, around and around. And at the end, we didn't have peace. Mm. We kept praying. Peace. Yeah, we did not have peace. peace. Okay, so we you did didn't not have hear peace. a clear answer. So here, 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 people. This is good. Chris Tomlin and Lauren Tomlin did not hear a clear answer. So you didn't do it. We didn't do it. We didn't have peace. So that was we did not get an answer. There was not a sell it or there was not a keep it. But we didn't have peace. So, so you we, just stayed. We stayed. I love that, and I've heard that before. Uh, my friend Taylor, who I was in a trio with, she's Loretta Lynn's granddaughter. She's in recovery. She, I used, she's done tons of work on herself, and she's a big part of like my story as well because she's like brought me so much healing through her story. She's taught me so much. That's amazing. <clears throat> um, but she always said, "Pray for clarity." And if you mm-hmm. don't have clarity, then just stay put. And I love that. That's a great word. Like pray for clarity. And if you don't feel it, like you feel like, okay, so here you are with your vacation house. You're like, we could sell it. This would be great, but it doesn't feel totally right. And I don't know why. Yeah, right. It makes sense on paper, but we just didn't have peace. So peace. If you feel peace and it's moving forward, then go with that. But if you don't feel peace, then don't move forward. Yes. I think that's a great way of looking at it. (sighs) It's just so much more simple than we think. I know. We can overcomplicate it, can't we? Make we make it so complicated. I know, I know. And we put all these human rules and expectations on it, but really God is guiding us. I know. Just that still small voice. We have to just hear it and listen. And feel it. And feel like you it. said. And feel then it. trust it, which sounds crazy because you're trusting something you can't see, right. which is the point of God. I know. Faith. Faith. Lauren, this was the best. Thank hey, you so you, much. Thanks I love you too. Me. This was awesome. Thank you for joining me. Okay, Lauren Tomlin, everyone. She's amazing. Can people find you anywhere? Because you're not on social media. Which I'm is like, also, no, I'm like you. completely hidden. You're like invisible, <laughs> which is great. You're, you've, you've skipped out on all the things that cause anxiety. Like, how would people find me? Uh, they can direct message me on Instagram. Are you on Instagram? I'm on it. I don't post. Okay. I'll look, but I'm sure I, you know. Is it at Lauren Tomlin? I, I don't even know what it is. I mean, is that a joke? I know I I'm for hidden. You I am completely hidden. I know. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Or well, Facebook. Either one. Well, you are just such <laughs> a blessing and a gift. And you use your life and your influence and everything you've learned in such a powerful way. And it's like really inspiring to know you and get to talk to you. Like having this conversation was awesome. I'm so glad I appreciate your time that you would come and share with me and everyone listening. Love you, girl. Love you, too. Okay, bye. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, 
fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.